Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoke. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're now watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao coming to you for another weekly live stream on a Thursday evening. Thank you so much to all of our viewers, all of our listeners who are already online over on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and here on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Really appreciate everybody that follows the podcast, especially on Spotify. Every follow goes a long, long way. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Just look for us there in case you're finding us here for the very first time. And if you want more from the WWP, of course, you can support the podcast by being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. So, Ro, tell them about the patron program and what you can get out of it. All right, guys. We just had our watch party for Extreme Rules on Monday morning, one other time. So, live, we saw the, the rope break heard around the universe we saw everything that happened and you know we all had fun we all had fun trashing that moment as it should be trashed and you can get in on the fun as well by joining us subscribing to our patreon that is patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month you can get access to our discord server join our watch parties get exclusive review content on patreon get free merch all that good stuff and more again patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month Say what's up to uh, some of our early viewers as well. Sinaleo, Boswaki, Tito Uncle, all joining us here on the live stream. Another way you can support the podcast, aside from being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron, is by uh, using our Lazada affiliate link, Tamang Tama. We are less than two weeks away from the next big sale. That is 1010. So, Ro, tell them how they can help us out through Lazada. I think my payday sale didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my payday sale. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So if you want to get in, get the stuff you need and want from Lazada, because hashtag nasa Lazada, yeah. You can use our affiliate link to support the podcast and get your shopping done. It is podlink.co/iam. Podlink.co/iam. Type that in your mobile browser. It will take you to the app at the cart checkout from there, and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. All right, so let's get to everything on our menu for this evening. And as we said, we're going to start with Extreme Rules. And we have to start at the end. The top turnbuckle snapped uh, as Finn Balor or the Demon was setting up for the coup de grace. He stumbled and fell. Roman Reigns got up with a spear and then pinned the Demon one, two, three. Reactions, guys, when it happened. Because I was like, okay, this happened. <laughs> I-, I was that emoji it was the remember how in one on one SmackDown Big Show and Brock broke the ring. Super heavyweight to that. This is like the exact opposite of that. Your intention that I was supposed to be super ass. But it just it was a it was a the mistake, a blooper, a gag, if you will, you know. I don't think they really wanted that to happen. So, I mean. So, so like I've been saying on wherever soapbox I can use, uh, if 
the bloodline doesn't come out and say na okay ginawa namin to sinabotage namin yung ring ropes para masira yon and para madapa si Finn then they will everyone looks super bad everyone looks super bush league as Pat McAfee said on the show so WWE looks bad for having a top rope break at a very crucial moment in a huge match and the main event of a show kasi hindi nila hindi <laughs> yung ano yung rope ng ayos and it happens to us you know even here it happened to us in a match i've i've been in you know and if you don't check that then it goes to show that you did not do your due diligence in making sure the ring is up to par and then finn looks pretty bad because he got owned by a simple you know rope break rope uh, maintenance issue and that's all it took for him to get taken out of his big anime comeback and the bloodline will look bad because they didn't think of that you know uh they should have thought of it you know finn balor's coup de gras coming from the top rope oh dapat pala sinira namin yung top rope dapat pala naisip namin yun so sobrang swerte pala ni roman reigns na nagkataon na nasira yung rope and roman reigns gives a, a skyward gaze to his homie god because he's apparently now god's favorite <laughs> champion yeah because he's the champion miro yeah <laughs> exactly right so Julian's unpopular opinion is that he actually liked the ending because this was the closest it looked like Roman is going to lose. Now the demon came so close and it still protected the demon because it took shenanigans like this to defeat him. What do you guys think about this? The shenanigan was him getting owned by, you know, Natapasha from the top rope. That's it. That's all it took for him to get lost. When you say shenanigans, it's very AEW in the sense that they also use the same example for Evan Bourne or Matt Seidel slipping from the top rope. When he did that spot in Casino Battle Royale, they explained it as like a, a, a slippery shenanigan. The Boxley and Omega did the exploding ring match, right? Shenanigans did that. But then it's not really a, a great way to explain a botch. Because, because it just makes it look like amateur hour. And when AEW did it, WWE, because they have a they 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 have the benefit of writers can explain it in story. But I I'm not convinced that it's something that you can use in a storyline. So yung comeback niya meron pang background music na. Oh my! Paano alam ng production truck na kailangan iplay yung music sa comeback niya, di ba? So uh, all it takes is for him to trip on the top rope and get speared just like that. So uh, that's pretty bad shenanigans, man. Um, uh, the only way to save it talaga is for the bloodline to come out and say that it was their doing. What do you think about Pat McAfee saying that this is Bush League and that he stopped short of saying the <laughs> ish word? What do you guys think about it's that? He's, a, he's the commentator, but he's yeah. the voice of the audience, but he's also representing the company. So I'm afraid for Pat McAfee that he's like, I'm going to say it later. It's Bush League, because eh. if you let that happen, on uh, you are the biggest company in the world. And you are supposed to be masters and experts at doing this, right? And accidents happen. But remember when John Cena and Big Show happened here and the rope broke? It wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't uh, a crucial moment. It wasn't like the main event, right? Mm-hmm. And they were able to carry on. Uh, it's a freak accident. But uh, this one, obviously, <laughs> you have it happen at a most terrible moment. And it kind of looks bad because you let it happen like that. So... Looking at Extreme Rules, nakita natin na there were a lot of really good matches from top to bottom. Even the Universal Championship main event was actually a pretty good match until we got to that ending, right? So does an ending like that in the main event of a pretty good pay-per-view undo all of the goodwill built by really excellent wrestling from start to finish? Isn't this all we're talking about now? Doesn't that prove your point? This <laughs> after the show. It shouldn't, though. I mean, yeah, it shouldn't. I, yeah, for sure. It shouldn't, but, you know. right? Because you're you're considering one thing to overpower the whole thing, the sum of the parts. But it's not greater than the, 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 the whole or whatever people say. So, parang sa akin lang, isayang naman yung wrestling na ginawa nila for the first few hours of the show 
when it's only going to get overshadowed by a watch, right? No, uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's you know totally overshadowed, but uh, I, oh, I was fair in my review for Smart Henry of the pay per view that it was a good event and you know big moment. Everyone's talking about it now. Uh, it just so happens that uh, human nature uh, pretty much makes it so that WWE can't control that. And they probably knew that was going to happen because it was going to be a controversial finish. So I guess you can say that okay, it was intentional buzz, bad PR on their part. Uh, just, just for someone, you know, just for people to keep talking about them. Aaron makes a good point in the comment section. Sabi niya, Game of Thrones is bad because the ending is bad. Similarly, I Game feel uh, that Thrones. way about How I Met Your Mother. It's not bad, sir. Yeah, take that. No, take he was that being that. sarcastic. Game of Thrones is the best TV show ever made. Yeah, no, he's being sarcastic. Star Wars you... had a bad trilogy. Star Wars bad? No. It's an oversimplification. No, no, no. Aaron is being sarcastic. He's, he's right, actually right. disagreeing. He's actually agreeing with you in saying that it shouldn't make the whole thing bad. Yeah, but Emil also brings up a show like How I Met Your Mother, Dibana. From start up until the very last episode, they were doing something pretty fun, and you know, uh, people were investing in it. And then the ending, hindi nila talaga na stick yung ending na maayo. So I guess Extreme Rules and How I Met Your Mother probably have that in common, right? Ricky, aka Baby Volta, is right. Always stick the landing. You always got to stick the landing. Anything else about Extreme Rules that you guys want to talk about here? Uh, the show was good. Uh, I had good wrestling. Um, if this is the product of focusing on TV more, that you will end up leaving like a few, like a fewer amount of matches on the pay per view card, then I'm all for this because it they got a lot of time to do their thing and everyone came to work. I want to uh, touch on yung ring attorney Alexa Bliss from Extreme Rules because it seems like they're kind of uh, letting go na of the little kid persona. Right, like she used to wrestle in the the jumper and then new T-shirt, and now it's like she's hot Alexa again, except with the freaky makeup. What do you think about that? The television show that. <laughs> right. Uh, um, I hope that this sticks. To say, as I said, I like the Alexa we got last week on Raw, where he was, where she was talking trash. So I don't know if that's going to continue moving forward. Better, um, hoping, fingers crossed. I'm now sa character niya. She was supposed to be what a possessed girl and then bata and then now she's a bitch. I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's very confusing for me. I mean, that's always been her character, right? Like Alexa Bliss has always been a, been a mean girl. No, but yes, but at least no made demonio, You know, it's clear cut that she's horror, right. And when she had the children's show, you know, it was clean cut in that respect. Like when she was. Mean girl Alexa. I'm not a mean girl child. And when she was horror, she was horror Alexa. But this one feels like a mishmash of all three. So, I parang know. ano, late career Undertaker. Mishmash na yeah. ng gimmicks niya. Yes, yeah, basically. So, and I don't like it. So, <laughs> I'd rather there be like a, a clear delineation of who she actually is. One last point on extreme rules before we go to break here. Aaron mentions na sana more extreme stipulations next time. What did you guys think? Now we only really had one extreme rules match. Oh, it's funny how, how he mentions that because in a few what's your in a few pay-per-views time, Marin with a time gimmicky pay-per-view in TLC, right? So parang, ano yung, how is TLC different from extreme rules? Right? Like how are they even if you ask for more Extreme Rules matches or more TLC matches. How is one going to differentiate itself from the others? I think it's like a a more a more macrocosmic, larger scale type of thing to look at, it. Extreme Rules matches. Extreme Rules. Uh, oh, I didn't really care too much because you know, I don't like forcing the gimmicks on the matches when we have these gimmick pay-per-views. So I am totally fine with just one forced Extreme Rules match. And it was really, really forced. Uh, they just uh, added the Extreme Rules stipulation at the very last show before or, you know, uh, the last Raw before the pay-per-view. So I'm totally fine with this as long as we get good wrestling, which we got. Uh, okay, maybe ditch the extreme rules name. Uh, that's what I would do. Yeah, maybe uh, the next one can just be called Eye for an Eye. I don't know. 
Yeah, something like that. Uh. All right, I let's take our first that. break. <laughs> I would too. I would too. Yeah. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about Raw. We'll talk about the return of evil Shayna Baszler as well as the Hurt Business reunion. But before that, we got to tell you about one of our new sponsors here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And those are our friends at NordVPN. All right, guys, as you probably already know by now, you should be using a VPN or your internet at home because it will protect you, it will keep you safe, and you can watch cool stuff like Disney Plus from here because uh, we don't get that naturally. So if you are thinking of getting your own VPN subscription, our friends at Nord have a really, really great deal. If you sign up, we're using the link podlink.co slash 476, all numbers here on 476. You can sign up for Nord at a really, really great rate that uh, is only for tonight, as it's uh, apparently according to the website. $89 for two years and extra four months. That is $318 a month. And that's what around... Uh, it's uh, over yeah, 70% off in terms of discounts. No, no, pesos. What's that in pesos? 4500 something like that, right? Yeah. So uh, that's a really, really good deal. Two years, four months free. Uh, a lot of protection, a long, long time. Again, podlink.co slash 476. Get it now. Get protected. All right. Thank you very much to our friends from NordVPN. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. If you're a podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, we want to share with you a tool that we use to help monetize our podcast. It's called Podmetrics. You may have heard about it before, but let me tell you now, Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands just like we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly so you can maximize your earning potential. Not just that, you can also track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description of this podcast episode and use our referral code WRESTLING2XPOD. That's wrestling number 2 XPOD, so you can monetize your podcast too. Gusto ko pop mga listeners and viewers natin for the sponsors we're getting. So, kalti na lang. Uh, if, if anybody knows somebody from Bluetooth, introduce us, please. That's one of our dream sponsors here on the pod. Meron kaming, meron kaming papuntang sponsor na ano, for all the men out here who need a little help. That need a little help scaping. Excited for it. Anyway, say hi to the people of Kuru. Sabi ni Kyle, namimiss na daw niyang magpahalo-halo sa pre-show. Sabi din ni Abby, si Sina daw yung sumira ng top row. Edwin <laughs> Angelo agrees with you, Rosie. God talaga daw yun. Scumageddon uh, says, Demon Finn's Kryptonite or Demon Finn's Kryptonite are Samoan Joes. Sabi din ni Abby, <laughs> Sasha is back. You know, we didn't talk about Sasha and her return uh, during Extreme Rules. Uh, sabi din ni Admin Angelo, great balls of fire na lang ulit. Ha ha, de joke lang. And also, Admin Angelo sent us a halo halo. Thank you, everybody, for hey. joining us on Kubo. Thanks, everyone. Promote natin yung Admin Angelo. Yeah, so check out the latest episode of the MTG Show podcast. Uh, it's Ro and me. Dapat kasama rin si Sandra Hermosa and Nicole So We talked about the wrestling gods. It was a retrospective on that, as well as uh, WWE on Fox. So you can check it out on the MTG Show podcast on Spotify. Uh, it's also part of the Pipe Network, which Admin Angelo is a part of. So, yun. Uh, it's a really fun retrospective on WWE on Fox. Alright. So, uh, we didn't get to talk about Sasha Banks, so we might as well mention that here. Uh, I didn't see it coming. Na Sasha would come back. And I was actually happy that she came back the way she did. And at the same time, we were able to keep Becky and Bianca from having a decisive loss on pay-per-view. Yeah, sometimes the DQ stuff is nice because it makes sense because uh, you protect both people 
even though it's not really the result that people want, um, it is one way for the story to move forward. And Sasha does have a stake to that championship, right? And she still has a stake to Bianca Belair, and now she has a stake against uh, Becky Lynch. So I'm all for it. I'm not really over the moon about it, but it makes sense. And it makes the SmackDown Women's Division deeper again. Yeah. Uh, Chino, any thoughts? Because we haven't really seen a Sasha-Becky rivalry. We've seen it in a triple threat format from many, many years ago. But in, in their current iterations, we haven't really seen them cross paths. Yeah, so it's, it's a convincing enough way for me to believe that Sasha needs to enter the title picture. I get that. Of course, it's sad because it means that they're also going to write Bianca Belair out uh, down the road. But I like how they're putting Sasha... Right up against Becky right away since peak today. This is the height of their uh, popularity, their career. So I would I would definitely pay good money to see that. So yeah, uh, we haven't champion uh, what happened SmackDown as of uh, recording. So we're really gonna see lang yung next chapter of these storylines from Finn and Roman to Sasha, Becky, and Bianca on SmackDown over the weekend. So let's talk about Raw because at least you and the Latin. And I also didn't see the Hurt Business reunion happening like. I mean, they broke up shortly before WrestleMania, and then half a year later, they've come back together. Because they need Lashley to rest back now that MVP is injured. <laughs> so, Ro, you have a big grin on your face. Uh, no, I mean, you know, it's what the fans like, and it's you know, it's what the people want. But it wasn't like the best way to do it. They had all this time on Raw. They had three hours on Raw, and not once did they try to explain why Shelton and Cedric are a back together as friends after feuding with each other after getting kicked out, and b deciding to help Lashley after getting kicked out. So sa story beats So super weird. Um, Again, they're assuming that they we are just going to be okay with this because it's what we all wanted anyway in the first place when they first broke up. But, Champion, you got to do the work and you got to do the legwork and explain and make it make sense. Ikaw, Chino, did you like this? No, I like how I, I like how they gave Cedric and uh, Shelton a role, I guess, in the main storyline. That's about all the things I liked about it. It was okay. This is not a thing now. Um, and, you know, we can have It's just nice to see uh, six African Americans on TV in the main title picture of Raw. Yes. At least yon, ba? credit pa yon. But uh, as for how it came together, it's a little suspect. <laughs> yeah, when you think about it, all of the big factions in WWE in, on the main roster are all people of color, from the Bloodline to the New Day to the Hurt Business. And since Malapit are new War Games slash Survivor Series season, people have been making memes of William Regal coming out and declaring War Games for the New Day, the Bloodline, and the Hurt Business. Yeah. Uh, that, that should be fun, pero sempre uh, gotta prop the bubble here and say that. Uh, the war games concept is a NXT thing at the moment, so I don't know if they're gonna give us that, but they should though. That would, I think, that would boost a lot of ratings. So, uh, speaking of things that people like, aside from you know the hurt business coming back together, what about Shayna Baszler being this monster heel once again, and then her going after Eva Marie now that she's taken out Nia Jack? So, on one hand, dapat heel si Shayna kasi siya in this state, but on the other hand. She also came after Eva Marie, who's generally disliked by the fan base. So, any thoughts? Uh, I think it's fine because uh, I know it's weird because nobody likes Eva Marie, diba? And you kind of get a face reaction kapag uh, inatak mo siya. But it still plays up into her monster heel character. Uh, I don't think that automatically makes her a face because I'm sure she's going to keep attacking other faces as well. So I'm all for this. I'm all on board. This is the Shayna we should have gotten. And I hope they do right by her. Ito na naman tayo sa mga likable heels. Eh. <laughs> the heels that don't draw heat. Yeah. It's like, I, I get it. I guess may appeal siya. But then I, I've always felt that heels should draw heat. So I don't know why they put her up against Evo Marie. In that situation, people were cheering on Shayna to destroy Eva Marie. So it, it really was a, a very conf- I guess, again, like you said, Stan, the, the creative of Raw is just going to say, 
Sit back and say, eh, gusto niya yan, di ba? O oh, yan, bigay na namin sa'yo, kahit po ng logic. It's just what the, it's what the fans wanted, and now the fans are getting it, even if it makes absolutely no sense. Okay, so let's swap Eva Marie out. Kasi nga, alam naman natin na everybody dislikes Eva Marie. Who would you put there na talagang maawa yung mga tao and people be like, yeah, F you, Shayna. Nikki uh, ASH. Yeah, Nikki. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yung wholesome. Tapos champion pa siya. Tapos sisirahin lang siya ni Shayna Baszler. I, I, would, I would believe that. Hey, uh, props to Nikki ASH for getting that Head & Shoulders TV commercial. One, she looked great in it. Two, it was a pretty... Uh, well-produced commercial. And three, I think she got uh, paid extra for that. So props to her. Uh, yeah, big time. Really yeah, big stuff. time client. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So Nikki ASH and Rhea Ripley, of course, they're your women's tag team champions. And they've already said on Raw this week that they can basically go to whichever show they want since they're women's tag team champions. So I guess this kind of takes them out of the equation for the upcoming WWE draft, which uh, starts on Saturday, Manila time on SmackDown, then continues next week on Raw. So... Uh, at this point, let's talk about the draft and let's give you our predictions as well. So what we know so far is that the top champions are reportedly staying in their respective brands, which I think makes sense, right? Uh, Medjo, weird to uh, shuffle your top champions around. So again, let's keep them there as the cornerstones of Raw and of SmackDown. But who do you think uh, should need a change of scenery? Oh, I really need Drew McIntyre to move to SmackDown already. But I know that's not going to happen because he just declared and pointed his sword at Big E after the show, uh, before the show ended on Monday. So that's probably off the table. Uh, Ricochet, yes, definitely needs to go to SmackDown. That's one of my picks as well. Igochino, any picks? Any predictions? I, I have a feeling that they're going to call up a lot of the NXT guys who've been doing dark matches. So we might see Sila Dakota Kai end up on SmackDown. We might see Austin Theory back on Raw. Might be a thing that might happen. Not for, for the main roster guys, I really can't put a finger in it right now. Sabi ni Ricky, gender to SmackDown. What, what do you think about that? Gender, Veer, and Shanky. Sabi natin, package deal mo sila to SmackDown. Hello. Uh, I don't really mind, but uh, they won't have as much time to do their thing like they do on Raw. So it depends on what they want. Um, I don't think they're going to get uh, a lot of time on SmackDown. Uh, see, Aaron says here, Montez Ford. I think, yeah, I think the Street Profits are getting split up because it seems as though na gusto nila maging single star na si Montez Ford. He's been getting these reps and he's been putting out good matches. So it's not a bad thing to try, I think. I just feel bad for Dawkins because I, I feel like this is a money tag team talaga, like the New Day. Yung tipong nakakapanghinayin to split them up. Right? I don't know. But they've done what they could already. Like they've been Raw tag team champions. They've been SmackDown tag team champions. I think uh, it also benefits both of them to do their thing separately like it did for Big E like last year. Diba? See, Emil is bringing up Mason T-Bar to SmackDown. Actually, in tag team na naisip ko na mag-switch is actually Mustafa Ali and Mansoor. Just because I think they'd probably mesh uh, better with the teams over on SmackDown. Plus, yeah. with the emergence of Garza and uh, Umberto Carrillo as a tag team, parang sila na yung, ano, yung high-flying uh, cruiserweights, diba? cruiserweight tag team on Raw. So, uh, baka maging crowded na for si Ali and Mansoor. People are saying cross to SmackDown. Uh, what the? I don't mind. Yeah, I, I, I actually called that uh, Carrion Cross to SmackDown. There's no storyline. It's just cutting promos in, in these creepy backstage areas. And I guess to add to that, bring up Scarlet. Like, if you're going to reintroduce Carrion Cross on SmackDown, you might as well call up Scarlet from NXT and just complete the package again. Yeah, agree, agree on that. Uh, Rowan says Arturo Ruas. Did, did, is he still on the roster? Oh, he's not. He's not. He, got, he was part of the releases. So you guys happen in Leo Reyes, the, the same people I brought up, Dakota Kai, Austin Theory, are probably going to end up on the brand. Malaking chance that again. Also, Keith Lee, probably. Feeling of Keith Lee stays put on Raw. Yeah, I think he's staying yeah, on Raw. So, yeah, yeah they, they just re-debuted him as Keith Bearcat Lee. Bear what do you think Cat about Lee. this this uh, new nickname and this uh, heel turn for Keith Lee? 
okay lang naman. Uh, I just, you know, as an editor, I would put the Bearcat before his first name. That's just it. Uh, I like the new character. I think he has direction. I I don't like it. it it's like, if if you knew Keith Lee from NXT, uh, then unlayo the character niya from the current Keith Lee that we're getting. Because first of all, where is Bearcat coming from? Like, I know it's like a homage to a former champion, but it doesn't it doesn't make sense for you. Yeah, hindi pa nila established yun. Yeah, hindi pa explain sa canon and sa kayfabe, right? But yeah, if if you do your research, uh, it's uh, it's being reported na Bearcat is a reference to Bearcat Wright, the first real African-American world champion. Na known na pa kay Ron Simmons. Uh, people are asking about Shotzi and Knox. I think they're staying on SmackDown. And they are challenging uh, Nikki and Rhea as of uh, this past week's episode ng SmackDown. So I don't think Shotzi and Knox are going anywhere, lalo na kaka-debut lang din nila on SmackDown just a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, the, the, the SmackDown women's division needs that depth. So I wouldn't move them at all. I think uh, Cameron Grimes has done everything he needs to do sa NXT. Because with, okay. with, with the new reboot, parang floating na lang si Cameron Grimes. Eh. Like, he used to be this heel that everybody hated, then he became one of the top baby faces, and now na you've got the likes of Braun Breaker uh, coming up through the ranks. Parang, wala, Cameron Grimes is just there. I think they, they could uh, you know, give him an opportunity on Raw or SmackDown. I think Cameron Grimes is getting called up this week. Yeah, uh, I would put him on Raw. Uh, just because the mid-card of Raw has more time within three hours. So, yeah. Uh, the worst that could happen is what him joining the twenty four seven championship hunt, which I feel is going to happen. Oh, <laughs> it's <laughs> going to happen. He's gonna be a uh, seven time twenty four seven champion or some shit. Apparently, so, <laughs> he falls under the Vince category of a midget. So apparently, I'm so overlit. Yeah, but he's not tall. He's not tall. He's not tall. He's not six six. Not three hundred fifty pounds. Not a former. Football player, right? So, parang, I don't know if Vince really knows how to use somebody like Cameron Grimes. So, and he's still angry, so malamang yeah, he's in the comedy diba? spot. Diba? I mean, just look at what's happening to, to, to Zawa, to Arthur. What about guys like uh, Walter and Timothy Thatcher? Are they getting called up here, do you think? Uh, I don't think Thatcher is going anywhere. I think he's just injured. Um, Walter, though, I do want to see get called up because I wouldn't put him in the new young people NXT anymore. Major uh, out of place, Shadun, I think, and he would be served well on the main roster. Just, just see what would happen. I would call up all three members of Imperial. Yeah, by the by the. Why not? Right? I mean, it's not like they're doing a lot in, in NXT right now. And if Walter's there, champion at kilangan din yun ng threesome para makasali siya sa war games style <laughs> matchup na gagawin ng WWE, diba? So, I would go all three of them up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. Kasi yung NXT Tag Team Championship picture parang napupuno na rin. And, and Imperium is not in the mix at all, right? So, you might as well yeah. just bring all three of them up together. Uh, no, Neil, I hope he's not the new Vladimir Kozlov. God, I hope not. Um, Lewis is asking, what's the deal between AJ Styles and Paul Heyman? Because somebody in the comment section much earlier said na AJ Styles is SmackDown. And then somebody else said na unlikely because Paul Heyman's on SmackDown. Uh... It was the another, but his booking of the Good Brothers, right? Yeah. Yes. So basically, AJ Styles blames Paul Heyman for the Good Brothers leaving the WWE. So he put their, sabi sabi is the Good Brothers put their good faith in Paul Heyman when he was still the head of creative on SmackDown, and then when he got removed, the Good Brothers lost their spot, and so at the end of the day, nagare. History happened, and now the Good Brothers are on uh, Impact right now, or AEW, right? And so they blame Paul Heyman for what had happened. Right. So it's not likely now we'll get AJ on SmackDown again. Plus, we, we just had AJ on SmackDown last year, right? Hey, he was just there on SmackDown last year. Yeah, but he's been on, in the company for that long, you know. So at this point, he's already well-traveled in both brands. So what <laughs> At least freshen him up every now and then. Sabi ni Gab, Bobby Lashley to SmackDown. What do you think? May feud pa siya with Goldberg. Pero Goldberg doesn't have a brand. Yeah. 
I'm okay with that actually. Uh, a new he's been on Raw since he came back to the WWE, right? Yeah. So yeah. I would put Lashley on SmackDown. Lashley versus Reigns should be fun. But so dami ng heels sa SmackDown kung ganun. Yeah, dami ng heels mas handa sa SmackDown. I actually wouldn't move Bobby. I would keep him on the Raw. See, Chino, let's get to the questions on Kumu. So sabi ni Abby, ano daw yung format ng draft this year? You may list lang of eligible draftees per show pa rin. Yeah, I think so. Um, they haven't really released the the list of eligible people to draft, but I would assume that that's what's going to happen. Um, I think they are including NXT guys that are in so eligible people, but I don't know, you know, uh, when. Maybe we'll see it before Friday. Admin Angelo says, if we put an SDC Druke Roman Dojan Alaban, as per Raw Talk recently. Also, Sabini, uh, Scumageddon crossed to SmackDown. Tapos sabi din niya, Nakamura and Priest swap places, which is probably not gonna happen. Kasi they want to keep the champions where they are. Sabi din ni Admin Angelo, Apollo and Jinder uh, swap, which I actually can get behind. I, I, I can see that happening. So uh, with Inga, uh, the rules for the WWE draft not really being announced or set in stone, I just want to put this out there again. Kasi we've been talking about this on the podcast for several years na uh, this is something that we generally on the podcast want to see happen. Now, Raw and SmackDown will act like actual sports teams with a boardroom, which we kind of saw before, except you actually have the actual Fox and USA people inside the boardroom. Because like, we're, we're hearing these reports and eh, the networks are actually getting affected. Na, oh, why Becky and Brock na sa SmackDown? Na? We might as well bring that into the picture, make it more exciting, and make it really feel like a sports draft. Na kunwari, Raw snags um, Brock Lesnar, for example, may magagalit a network executive from Fox, di ba? Like, I would want to see that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I think it's like the first time I have heard of the networks getting affected on who's on which brand. So might as well, you know, use that to their advantage. I'm going to throw a name out here and I'm going to say Bailey ends up on the Raw. The problem lang is matagal pa bago siya bumalik. So I don't think she's even gonna get mentioned. True. But I'm gonna say Bailey ends up on the row. And I don't okay. think you're gonna put three of the four horse women on SmackDown. I'm major loogie naman yung raw dun, diba? Has it happened na three of the four horse women are on the same brand? Or has it always been two-two? Uh, I don't know. Parang hindi ko napansin yun. I think it's always been two-two. Yeah. Hindi nila pinagsasama. Kasi... Because I remember the tag team match that they had, and they were both on separate brands. Yeah, but technically, right now, three are on SmackDown. Technically, that's yes, true. Technically. Yeah. So that, that right. is a first. So they, you, you will probably see them get split up again. Sabi ni Kyle, 2016, yeah, that's right. Uh, after the first draft, Charlotte, Bailey, and Sasha were all on Raw, and Becky was anchoring SmackDown with Carmella, uh, with Natty, uh, Alexa. Okay. Right, right, right. I remember now. Yes, I remember this. I'm right. Good catch, Kyle. I think at this point, I'd call Alexa like a fifth horsewoman just because of how, how steady she's been. But that's just me. Uh, I wouldn't say that because uh, she wasn't part of that batch in that generation. But, you know, uh, she's on her own. She stands yeah. out on her own. She's on a different uh, level of existence. I don't know. Different generation. Yeah. Different plane. Different, yeah, <laughs> different gen different generation of, of women superstars. And I'm I'm gonna put something out there, uh, and it kind of pains me to say it, but I'm kind of tired of seeing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on the same show. I'm I'm just I, I just want to see them apart for a while. Like kite one year now that they're not interacting Muna. Just so I get excited again for the next rematch. I would put Sami Zayn on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Uh, Sammy's actually a pretty good promo, diba? So, uh, and, and Raw has always been historically ma promo in the show. So, if you put Sammy on, on Raw and let him run his mouth, that would be fun. Uh, Ricky saying, diba lilipat na rin naman si KO sa kabila. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. He's, he's teased it, yet. pero he might take the, you know, he might take the contract extension or new contract. So we don't know that. Uh, like we said, AEW is too deep. So uh, it might uh, it might not work 
to everyone's best interest. So we don't know. Uh, anything else on the draft before we go to break again? Scumageddon has a nice suggestion. Kyle O'Reilly to SmackDown. I, I'd go for that. That's, yes. I think it's a good one. I think that would pan out way better than Adam Cole on SmackDown. Sayang lang na Kyle O'Reilly never got the NXT championship run that some of us would have wanted him to, to have. But yeah, uh, seeing him on SmackDown would be great. Have him beat up Happy Corbin or something. All right, so there. Uh, those are our predictions and you mga wish list things we're manifesting for the upcoming WWE draft. Uh, keep leaving your comments. Yung mga predictions ninyo uh, dito sa comments on Facebook and Kumu. We're going to take another break. And when we come back, we'll talk about AEW. Today's Brody Lee tribute show from Rochester, New York. That's coming up after the break. But first, another way you can support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is through your online shopping on Shopping Ngayong Payday Sale. Yeah, and may payday sale and ten ten uh, in a couple of weeks. So all you gotta do to support the podcast while doing your online shopping on Shopee is to use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash w9x, podlink.co slash w the number nine and the letter x. Type that in your mobile browser. It will take you to the app at the cart. Check out, and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. What's up, boomers? This is Usopp and Retro. Hey, what's up? I'm Sonia. Hey, my name's Ron. Yo, we're boomers and we love to talk about video games and otaku culture, and we're from the Philippines. Catch us live on the Kumu app every Saturday at 5 p.m. and the podcast every Monday at 8 a.m. Catch your nerds there! Uh, let's get our Kumu shoutouts. So, sabi ni Scumageddon, he has picks the dough for his pick of the week. So, excited na siya. Excited ni mga tao for pick of the week. <laughs> Adam Angelo sent us, uh, he sent us something like called the Globe Plus 99. So, pinadam ng load, guys. Thank you, Admin Angelo. <laughs> Oy, salamat, Admin Angelo. Monday Night Rowan also says na he could see Sami Zayn in the 24-7 title picture. Please, no. Please. Never feel good in his practicals from all the way here. If that happens. <laughs> it's, not, it's not gonna end well. No. Also, thank you to everybody sending gifts and, and greetings and hearts, especially on Kumu. Please keep hitting those hearts and letting the people of Kumu know that you will love this wrestling talk. All right, let's talk about AEW and let's start with you know, rumors going around that Bray Wyatt was supposedly going to show up on Monday uh, on uh, AEW Dynamite. And that didn't happen because as Sean Rossap reported earlier on the post-Dynamite recap ng Fightful, uh, his 90-day no-compete doesn't expire until the end of October. Yeah, but there were other reports of people waiving the money they would be getting and, I know, appearing for shows already. But I guess he didn't do that. So, uh, yeah, uh, um, we are getting another former WWE superstar next week, though. So that's cool as well. Yeah, we're, uh, we're getting Bobby Fish. So he has, uh, he has already announced that he's appearing on AEW Dynamite. And I'm kind of disappointed now for, you know, someone like Bobby Fish, who isn't a scrub. He's not a jabroni. Na na relegate yung announcement niya to a dark segment after Sammy Guevara won the TNT Championship. Uh, it was to promote. I think it was to get people to watch Roads to the Top after yeah. Dynamite today. So yun yun. It, it really, it really isn't. Because kung isipin mo, like you said, Bobby Fish isn't the scrub. Yes, but he also isn't like the biggest name out there. Like he's not a brain, right? No, yeah. Roto, he's not on that level, definitely. Yeah, so yeah. Para, it, it makes sense if you're uh, an AEW watcher for you to stay tuned for Roads to the Top. Because loyal to AEW, right? So who's to say that you change the channel as soon as you hear the Roads' talk on, on, on their own reality show, right? So para, it makes sense that they announce that just to keep you watching and keep the, to keep the life cycle of, of AEW all-inclusive. Sana lang they announce it na lang on a promo sa Rampage. May TV time pa rin eh, but that's, an, what, uh, it could have been an, a, a minute-long promo. Something, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who watches Roads to the Top anyway? Just kidding. Uh, not I'm sure, me. I'm sure not, people do. <laughs> not 
Not the people on this podcast, clearly. <laughs> okay, let's talk Sam, about Sammy Guevara. Scientific of the week, naman yun. De, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Sammy Guevara. Congratulations to him for winning the TNT Championship. I was pretty happy, and it was a good match. Uh, Sammy has turned into this really lovable underdog. Like, hindi siya yung underdog na parang Fuego del Sol. Like, he's an underdog that you know can actually kick some butt because of what he's done in the inner circle. So, uh, it's nice to see Sammy Guevara win a championship na in a way, na foreshadow ni MJF when he named Sammy as one of the four pillars of uh, AEW's long-term future. I'm not like the biggest Sammy fan, but he is pretty good. And uh, I do know that there are a lot of people rooting for him. So, this is good. Good for AEW, good for him. He's very likable, right? the fact that he gets this rub just goes to show that they have a lot of faith in him as a professional wrestler. Right? He's done a whole 180 on his career, overhauled his career incredibly well, and it, it giving him this uh, title, this title on putting the title on him. That's what I wanted to say. Putting the title on him just goes to show that they have a lot of faith in him, and it's also very well deserved because this Sammy Guevara has been putting in all the work. Right. He's just been incredible with the content production, with, with helping guys out like Fuego del Sol, with uh, the wrestling that he's been putting out, being a part, playing his role in the inner circle. So I props to Sammy Guevara. Yeah, uh, I've been watching him since Lucha Underground. And nung nasa Lucha Underground palang siya, medyo flippy, flippy shit type of wrestler lang siya nun. So uh, I, I love the improvement. And to be fair, I, I, I'd like to think my character development that in real life, of course, diba, he had those problematic comments towards Sasha Banks from years ago, which he has since apologized and gotten suspended for. So um, I'm hoping for the best here. Now, you know, it was all part of his journey to get to this point. And um, at, at this point, I want nothing but the best for the guy. He proposed to his girlfriend on national TV. So I don't know if that doesn't redeem yourself. I don't know what does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, re- redemption arcs for Sammy, as Emil points out. Um, we, we do love to see it, naman. So again, Sammy's going to be defending his newly won TNT title against Bobby Fish at next week's Dynamite anniversary. So that's a big thing that they're promoting uh, um, for, for the upcoming episode. Okay. Um, let's get to this next part about AEW. And I've been wanting to talk about this. I'm sure you guys in the comments as well. Let's talk about Arn Anderson. So Arn Anderson following yung tag team match between Matt Seidel and Dante Martin of Top Flight against Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson. He basically emasculated Cody Rhodes on Dynamite. And he said na... Uh, na, na Cody isn't a winner, that he's being a little B-word, and that Lee Johnson is actually more of a winner than Cody Rhodes is. And when he uh, when he made those comments, he also said something, and I'm paraphrasing now, na, na if I get pulled over at a red light, I will uh, take my Glock and then point it at that guy's forehead and then spill his brains on the concrete. Those were Arn Anderson's words. When you put it that way, that's going to sound problematic. What he was saying in context is if someone tried to carjack him GTA style at a red light, he would defend himself and point the Glock and blow his brains out, whereas Cody would just let the carjacker take the car. That's what he said. So you have to Put it in the right context, yeah. Out of context people, yeah, yung mga nagkukos na mga arguments sa internet. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Don't pin that crap on me. Don't you vote for him? Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby? Oh, I did not vote for him, sir. Ang sakin lang, ang sakin lang. Okay, I recognize na nakakatawa siya because it's Cody Rhodes, and Cody Rhodes is. Is basically ridiculous at this point. But I have a problem with a baby face saying that I'm going to shoot someone in the head. I've got no problems with that, given, you know, gun violence issues in the Wait. U.S. of Again, all places. You took it out of context. I'm going to yeah. shoot someone in the head when he tries to carjack me. That's what Hindi he said. Sinabing, sinabing, I'm going to become a school shooter. No, man. I mean, rule because coach Shade, right? And he's not a... He's not a coach, not typically nice coach. 
he's a tough guy. He's the enforcer. So definitely, I I I would draw here. I definitely yeah. I can see Bertie Walker. I, th- I think I think you are under the assumption that he was saying that he would shoot someone in cold blood. Yeah. When that is not what he said. That's um, what he didn't say, right? You're 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 there. right though in saying that he was trying to emasculate Cody. That part is true, and that part is funny because uh, f Cody for the rest of time, you know, until he turns heel again. But, um, you know, I got what he was trying to say. He was pretty much saying that Cody isn't a real man. Uh, he, he did try to pull this weird fake retirement shit, and he thought he was Mark Henry and all that. Uh, <laughs> uh, because, yeah, that, he was right to call him out in his BS. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll right give you that. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so that's what I mean, made it funny for me. So, nakakatawa rin siya kasi yung arte-arte ni Cody eh. Like, the character Cody Rhodes. Sobrang arte niya. And then, like, he presents himself as Homelander, basically. Na parang, <laughs> parang pati si Arn Anderson, na-realize na rin niya how ridiculous Homelander Cody has become. And that he had to slap some sense into his ward. Yeah, and that's why. I, I do hope that this is like a face turn, and then a heel turn, or leading to a heel turn. Because there is no way that you watch a Cody match and not hear that he's getting booed. Because I'm sure even even Cody got rattled nung segment na yan kanina, di ba? Yeah, from the entrance pala, ang lakas na ng boos for Cody. And they've been getting progressively louder, like from Chicago last week to New York this week. Sobrang lakas. And hindi ko alam kung sinasadya nila to. Hindi ko talaga alam. Uh, at this point, they better be because it's undeniable. Yeah, <laughs> Super it, undeniable. Is, if they go the opposite direction in this, then they're just going to end up doing what the WWE has been doing for the longest time, which is take away things that fans want to see. Right? So I, I, I hope that it's actually intentional and that this third this ends up with him becoming a heel because otherwise, what's the point of this whole charade? <laughs> diba? Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, everyone's been acknowledging it. So they, it has not gone unnoticed. Here's my problem, uh, though, with us assuming that, yeah, they're finally going to give us what we want, which is heel Cody Rhodes. Eh, you know, for the longest time, like Cody would... Uh, build up this heel and then immediately defeat him like nobody's business the minute he makes his comeback. So, kung dun palang parang may lack of self-awareness na, how do we know na this lack of self-awareness will not continue even after Arn emasculated him on Dynamite? Uh, there is a good, you know, signal or sign for that. And that is uh, Malachi Black winning both of his matches against Cody. So, if that if he lost against Cody last week, dun ko ma ano, dun ko ma uh, ma agree na there might still be you know vestiges of Cody holding on to his creative control or power, and I'm sure TK has already noticed that people don't like Cody. Yes, yeah, I've huge. His neck tattoo makes him a heel already. And Sabini Lance, only Cody Rhodes can turn a rivalry between two factions into the US versus the UK. <laughs> so bring ridiculous. All right, let's move on to MJF and Darby Allen. So uh, it was a pretty good promo, pretty good promo segment uh, between MJF and Darby Allen. Uh, yes, MJF did go out of line when he brought up Darby's dead uncle. But when he brought it back to Darby and said na dapat ikaw na lang yung namatay, he kind of made it about himself and Darby again. And if that's out of line, yun medyo ma-excuse ko because MJF supposed to be a bad guy. Right? He's supposed to be a heel and he'll say despicable things. <laughs> he would point a Glock at his head. Oh, okay, if MJF said that... <laughs> oh. No, I like it because MJF is doing what heels do. He's gaining heat, right? That's that's the whole point of this. And it's not like, to be fair, in the grand scheme of things that MJF has said, this is probably not the worst thing he said. <laughs> he called, ang dami niyang tinawag trash cities, ang dami niyang tinawag na, ang dami niyang sinabing bale in all the promos that he's ever done. And that's because he's good at it. He's all He knows how to draw heat, right? And putting him... Uh, Putting him up against a guy as popular as Darby Allen, it, it, I I actually want to see it. This is an interesting. Because see, MJF also called out for somebody to stop his win streak, right? So I would actually definitely want to see this happen. Kung matatalo nga siya ni Darby. 
I actually haven't seen the promo yet because I was I, I only had time to catch the Arn promo. But going from what you guys said about it, it feels like his comments uh, to Brian Pillman were much worse. Yeah, yeah, his. yeah. Mas mas malalayong ano. He called Brian Pillman Jr.'s mom Methany. He made fun of the late Brian Pillman. So yeah, um, worse pa rin yung mga sinabi niya against Brian Pillman Jr. But uh, going back to this whole MJF Darby storyline that they've started, I like I like what Darby did as a character. Na hinahamon siya ni MJF makipagsapakan, and Darby walked away. Kasi in an, inexplained din ng announcers eh, na the last thing a bully wants is when somebody stands up to him. So Darby stood up to MJF, and then he didn't give MJF what MJF wanted. Para pinoprovoke ni MJF si Darby, and Darby didn't engage. So it was actually a babyface thing for Darby to have done. Because even in the real world, if you're a bully or an aggressor, and you don't give them the, pro, uh, the, the altercation that they're seeking, they're going to So I actually like the way that that segment was written. Props to MJF and Darby Allen. Yes, props to Darby Allen from Stan. For, yeah. for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, because Darby didn't make anyone look like a little B-word. Right, okay, that, that's fair. I, I have to catch it after this uh, stream. So what, what do you guys think about you sinabi ni MJF? Na nga, these are the four pillars of AEW. He named himself, he named Darby, Sammy Guevara, and Jungle Boy. My thoughts ba kayo on that? I agree. <laughs> If we're looking at the grand scheme of things, a lot of a lot of the main event guys in AEW are former WWE guys, and therefore a lot older, right? So you, it's hard for me to, to see anybody else put AEW on their shoulders if they're over the age of thirty, because it's the lifespan of wrestlers, especially if they're flippy wrestlers, right? At least at this point, you have younger guys, fresher faces, people who only have AEW as their first major wrestling promotion to carry the load of this 10, 20 years down the road. Um, I like it because uh, it shows that Tony Khan is aware that the, he still has these homegrown talent, homegrown, quote unquote, because some of them are not really that homegrown. But, you know, these young talents that he got first and used to help pioneer AEW before there were big stars that he signed. So uh, I like that there was a, some acknowledgement. And for Aaron, props to Adam Cole. Yeah, uh, I was right when I said that I was, I would much. I would much more stomach Adam Cole in AEW than in WWE because he had a good match with Jungle Boy on Dynamite today. He did, yeah. Um, ang kulang lang for me, and I, I don't know how they can add to this because four pillars, diba. Uh, I, I, I wish there was a woman in there. I wish there was another person of color in there. I mean, Sammy Guevara is uh, Latinx, right? But I don't know. Um, I, I guess it really says more about the hardcore fan base on wrestling as a whole and then AEW by extension. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Any other thoughts on Dynamite before we get to our picks of the week? Yeah, I think that's it. Chino? All right. So, yeah. Let's go to our picks of the week. All right, people. Send them in to the comment section. We'll get to ours in the meantime. I'm going to start and I'm going to uh, uh, name check Seth Rollins on the Broken Skull Sessions as my pick of the week. So, I got to watch that over the last couple of days. Almost two hours na. Uh, Austin and Seth, and it, it was a pretty fun interview where Seth Rollins got to talk about how he really hated yung, uh, how his match with the Fiend was booked. So it's nice to know that we're not And it's nice to know that Seth Rollins does have a finger on the pulse of you know, uh, what we think. So it's a great interview. Just because they do it doesn't mean they don't know it's bad. <laughs> you right, know, just right, because right, they're yeah. forced to do it I by... Mean, madami naman, oh, madami naman pinagawa yung boss mo sa'yo na hindi mo gusto stand. Oh, oh naman. <laughs> oh, naman. No, but, but Seth was really honest about it to the point that he said, I wanted to strangle Vince McMahon and then they actually had it in the final cut. Like, that surprised <laughs> me. I just like that there's a cottage industry within WWE of people complaining about Vince. Like, uh, there's so many material of people complaining about how Vince treated him, how Vince booked them. So I like that he is keeping that little industry going, uh, despite, you know, his hold on the company. Uh, my pick of the week is... Uh, 
from Raw. Big E versus Lashley, the steel cage match. That was a good match. Uh, Big E proving why he is a top champion right now. He has matured into a big player in on Raw. So good for him. Gino? Okay, my pick, my pick of the week goes out to, surprise, surprise, the G1 Climax. Yon. With Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shingo. Uh, it made me actually want to catch the whole thing up. So over the weekend, I caught it all up. Uh, it was an incredible banger of a match. So, yeah. Go check All right, it let's out. get to some listener picks of the week. Let's start with Lance, whose pick of the week is Glock Anderson. is Miro versus Sammy Guevara and yung, uh, Seth Rollins guesting on the Broken Skull Sessions. Neil Patrick also picks a G1 match, Goto versus Jeff Cobb from Day 6. Aaron's pick is Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy. Pati si John Christopher, yun din. Uh, for Emil, it's Negative One and Amanda Huber helping to reunite the Dark Order. Uh, Bruce Lim's pick is our audio-only episode with the Galactic Shark, uh, the godfather of Geek Talk PH. So you can catch that on Spotify. We released that earlier this week. He also mentions Okada versus Evil from Night 4 of the G1. Uh, for Vincent... Mansoor calling Mustafa Ali dad in Up Up Down Down, <laughs> which matches their Jake Peralta and Captain Holt vibe. Yeah, that, that's that's a good observation. I actually didn't notice that. Uh, Lewis uh, talking about Seth Rollins. Uh, Uncle Al says AJ versus Matt Riddle. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yes, uh, AJ busting out the burning hammer. Nagulat din ako dun. Uh, and it actually happened on Raw. Yeah, that, that is a rare sight. Yeah, uh, I think it goes to show how how much um, goodwill AJ has built up and trust between the producers by himself and Vince. That you know he was able to uh, pull out a burning hammer on Raw of all places. Meron ba mga nagsend ng pictures sa Kumu? What? Hold on. I think he's come again, don't you? No, no, no. He didn't send anything. Although, sabi niya he should have fought. He should have thrown a fit and fought. Uh, he should have thrown a fit on a Bobby Knight. Talking about Arn Anderson here, <laughs> so it's actually and Admin Angelo also says yung pagiging fanboy ni Mansoor kay Ali, chang Ali kay Hardy ha ep seventy. Uh, ba? Si Rowan pick of the week na is the triple threat U.S. title match, which is also yeah, was pretty good. good. That was good. That was my favorite match from Extreme Rules. Uh, see si Janair, Braun Breaker cutting a Steiner-like promo <laughs> on NXT 2.0. <laughs> you want a friend? Get a dog. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was so good. <laughs> I think if um that would have been this week's line of the week from like a promo, if Arn Anderson hadn't pulled out that block. <laughs> uh, last uh, pick, Emil also brings up the Dexter and Indy honeymoon segments. Yeah, that was also pretty good. Uh, nagpapa ko nung nag thumbs up si Dexter Loomis tas nilabas yung mga condom. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Sabi ni Admin Angelo pala, pahabol, yung promo daw ni Joe Gacy. No! NXT. No! That was... No! No! <laughs> hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. Uh, Vincent, gawin nga ng Gypsy, ano, si Dexter Loomis. Gawin natin Gypsy yan para magamit natin sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Okay, those are our picks. Thank you so much to everybody who sent in yours as well. Uh, as we begin to wind down here, let's tell everybody about what's coming up in our own personal extracurriculars. Uh, so let's start with Ro. I got nothing. So I will plug again yung episode natin with Admin Angelo on the MTG Show podcast. Again, it is a Wrestling Gods and Fox, Wrestling on Fox retrospective. So if you want to reminisce on the wrestling programming on Fox in the last decade, kasi last decade na pala siya, you can listen to that episode on the MTG Show podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, really. And follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. We are still answering all your questions and comments. In fact, I'm going to go answer some right now. Igao Chino. So on the Class Clown podcast this week, we have a few of the open micers from the Cool Pals open mic. I don't want to jump to Joseph Shello, but I actually featured some of the open micers that we started doing comedy during the pandemic. And it's interesting because they're all based outside of the Philippines. We have comedians from Dubai, from uh, and a lot of Filipino, so OFWs. Dubai, Singapore. Uh, I think there was one from uh, Qatar as well. So we are all, we just all talk about their stand up experience so far. And speaking of the Cool Pals, the Cool Pals are having their very first online comedy festival. So five days 
of stand-up comedy shows wow. from the 25th to the 30th of October. I will be on a few of those. If you want to check out some amazing stand-up comedy, please go to thecoolpiles.com or to my link tree, linktr.ee slash Chino Supersized. All right. Uh, on my end, uh, for On Deck with Stan C, uh, latest guest was CJ the DJ or CJ Rivera of Magic 89.9 and Play FM. So we talked about the transition from being a DJ to being a station manager and how that's different. But in that, yung feelings niya about how he entered Play FM. So he gets a bit unfiltered uh, on that episode. So go check that out. It's on Spotify. And plug ko na rin yung latest episode of the Chinoy TV documentary Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart. It's on facebook.com slash Chinoy TV and it was about the Great Wall. And I had a few confessionals there talking about how the Great Wall is dumb and outdated. So that's pretty fun. Uh, for all the other stuff that we're doing, you can check out linktr.ee slash wrestling wrestling podcast. All of our socials are there. Pati yung mga affiliate links namin. We're going to update that with the Nord affiliate link as well. And uh, keep those questions coming on Twitter and TikTok, as Ro mentioned. Meanwhile, you can follow us on Spotify, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, plug na rin natin yung smarthenry.com where you can get all of your wrestling news and reviews. Uh, we gotta say thank you very much to our babyface producers, Nikai and Gel, who do a lot of really good work behind the scenes, as well as to the Podcast Network Asia team for helping us do what we do best here on the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, you've got a month until voter registration finally ends, so extend siya. Please go out and register to vote habang kaya pa, habang may sambuan pa tayo. And double mask when you go out. Please also get your vaccines if you can. And by next year, we gotta vote, man. Sobrang importante ng 2022 elections. But until then, please stay safe. Uh, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 